Bear on Bears fans, Pat the Designer, Mark Silverman, Sylvie is back in the building. It's been a while since we had you on the pod. Clean this place up. You're all moved in now. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a little more, you know, a little, they, they just actually steal the banners once a week for your show. Well, no, <laughs> no one sees the jacuzzi over there. Well, you know, listen. He's got a full bar over here. Listen, I... I that was, keeps it on the down low. He that, doesn't want to show uh, the entire place to everybody. That was Carm's idea. The bar's Carm's idea. You know what I mean? You got to keep it fresh. Listen, there's so much that uh, is hidden with this Bears team, maybe. Maybe a little bit of hidden uh, with uh, the injuries and everything finally clearing up. The Bears starting to get it back together. It's going to be an interesting game versus the Detroit Lions. we got to talk about that with Sylvie. And also, could there be a potential coaching candidate who's got a scandal going on oh, yeah. that keeps getting better? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I love this scandal. Have you heard about Uncle T? Uncle T? Uncle T is the newest thing. I can't wait to tell you about this. we got all that and more on today's okay. episode of the Chicago Bears Podcast. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do. Let's jump into the show. First things first. Sylvie, I think the last time we had you here might have been preseason before the yeah. season started. Um, it has not gone as we thought. No, nope. it has gone a, a lot off of the rails. We're finally getting Justin Fields back here. Where are you at with this Chicago Bears team? With what you've seen in the beginning of the season to now, kind of where they've gotten themselves, I guess, back to because it's been bad, but it's kind of had moments where it feels like it's getting better. Well, and and they're like uh, on the positive angle. Like they're they're developing some players. Yes. I, I love Darnell Wright. Uh, I love the way Tevin Jenkins play plays. We we knew that. It's just a matter of keeping him healthy. Yeah. And and the added versatility. I didn't love that they moved him to the right side, but it actually went flawlessly. My my theory was always you move one guy instead of two. Um, now the line is looking like it should. Yeah. Minus the long term answer at center. And, and now you'll tackle that at the offseason. And now I want to see Braxton Jones coming off a really good game. Uh, is he going to be the long-term answer at left tackle? I think not only that's sort of the hidden, um, the hidden player because everyone's talking about Justin. Yeah. Um, I think left tackle is one of the most important spots on any football team. So while we're all looking at Justin, I'm also going to keep one of my eyes on uh, Braxton Jones to see could he be the left tackle of the future? We all thought he could. He had the neck injury early in the season. Maybe that was the reason he wasn't playing that well to start the season. Yeah. And I love the way he played last time. So the the point of this is there's still some guys who are growing through all the adversity. I think on defense we're seeing that. I love the last game that Montez Sweat played. Yeah. I love the way of the guys in the secondary play when they stay healthy. Um, so now, now they've got to put it together, and can they go to Detroit and at the very, very least compete yeah. and not get run out of the building? Yeah, I think it, the, you brought up such an interesting point with – Braxton Jones as well. We've only talked about two positions, really, at the top of this draft for the Bears to go after, right? We've always talked about the quarterback, Caleb Williams or Drake May. Who's that going to be? But then you talk about the left tackle position. Is it Olu? Is it Joe Alt? Who are the Bears looking to draft here? Those have been the two names that have really popped up and the two positions that have really popped up a ton. So both of those guys over these next seven weeks have a huge test to answer. And I think this Bears team as a whole, just like 
over the next seven weeks, can you continue to grow? And, and I look at Justin Fields, and can you prove that the two games was real? Because if we're being 100% honest, right, they most of Chicago jumped off of Justin Fields after a half of football where we all agree he didn't have a starting center, and it looked horrible. But then Tyson Bajan got his starting center, and everybody was like, oh, Tyson Bajan don't look that bad. He's moving down the field. He's got his starting center in there. That makes a big difference. So I think that Justin Fields, the test versus Detroit, the biggest test here is were the two games real or is the bigger sample size of the three games before that, that half of football, the biggest issue uh, uh, is that the real Justin right, Fields? Right, right. And l- let's face it: like Lucas Patrick can snap the ball, but he's still not a real. He's not center. good. He's not great. No, yeah. no, no. And 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 here's the thing, too, Pat. And um, I, I know that you're a big Fields guy, and yeah. I want to be a Fields guy too. But I'm a Bears guy above a Fields guy. 100. And and I'm unbiased. I just want a guy to play quarterback on a high level. Um, the two games we're talking about are Washington and Denver. Yes. Yep. So I look at those games and I look at the fourth quarter in both of those games and Justin's got to play better than that in the fourth quarter. So what I want to see, like people say to me, well, what do you want to see? It's not numbers. And I said this to you preseason. We'll know it when we see it. I want him to be more accurate. I want him to take less sacks. Bajan, an undrafted rookie free agent who is not nearly as talented as Justin Fields, took four sacks. Now, yes, the line... May have gotten a little better, but at the beginning, there was no Braxton Jones. Nate Davis missed all the time there, too. So the, it, it wasn't like it was perfect either, no. but the kid knows how to get the football out. Justin's got to take less sacks. Um, so he's got to improve with the turnovers. He's got to get better in the fourth quarter with his performance, and they've got to win games. They've got winnable games yeah. coming up. So those are all tangible things that I want to see. I don't need him to throw for 300. I don't need him to rush for 100. I don't need him to score five touchdowns. I need him to do those things well and be more consistent. And then now we're getting somewhere. And then I think it's going to be an interesting test for polls, who I believe needs to be won over. Because I think, like you said, all of Chicago, I believe polls is one of those guys who is ready to draft a quarterback and he needs to really be won over to be swayed from that that side of things. I've heard you say that a couple of times, that you don't feel like they've spoken very glowingly about Justin Fields as a whole. Um, and as I was driving home, listening to you guys over on Waddle and Sylvie, um, the only thing I, I, I thought was they don't talk well about any like they they talk in riddles about everyone I don't on know. this team. You know what I mean? Like I don't they go know. listen, they loved Roquan Smith. I, you gotta have a player like Roquan Smith on your team. He's your guy. He was traded two weeks later. But he You know what I mean? Like but but he always was a little muted on Roquan. Like, here's an example. And a lot of people would say, Well, Justin's not his guy. Yeah, Justin yeah, yeah. never drafted him. Um, Jalen Johnson yeah. wasn't his guy. When we have Eberflus on, and we know that Eberflus doesn't like to say anything, yeah. you know, very robotic. Oh, Eberflus told us, I love Jalen Johnson. Yeah. He pounded the table that he needs him here. He wants him here. He wants him to sign a deal. Even when polls let him go out, he needed to be won over because what did he say? He said, if I'm going to trade Jalen Johnson, I need to draft another Jalen Johnson. And where can I draft another Jalen Johnson with a high second round pick or a first round pick? 
they want Jalen Johnson. Yeah. So Jalen's not one of their guys that they drafted, pasted, but they speak glowingly and they don't hide it about Jalen Johnson. I think Tevin Jenkins has worked his way there too. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think he was in the doghouse when they, this regime first took over, but they love Tevin and, yeah. they, and they make Darnell Mooney's another guy. Listen, and the Joniak interviews are really good to listen yeah, to yeah, in the yeah. pregame. And I'm not trying to just sell our pregame. No, show. sell it. It's all a but part of the network. Sell it. It's, it's a great, great pregame. Go on. But, but like, polls is interesting when he sits down with Joniak. He trusts him. He's relaxed. Yeah. And there are things that you can hear there. Like, it was weird when I heard him talk about Bajent two weeks ago. It was like he was talking about his son. Yeah. You know, it was weird. And, um, Mooney, when he talks about Mooney, another pace guy. Yeah, he loves Mooney. I want to see more Mooney. I want to see Mooney. Uh, Yurko always says too. He thinks Mooney's going to go somewhere. He's going to go to the Chiefs and, and dominate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm worried about that because I love Darnell Mooney. Yeah. Um. So I worry about a little less if MHJ's here. Oh, do you worry about a little less? <laughs> I worry about a little less if MHJ shows up. Yeah. You know, if, if we draft to uh, uh, Marvin well, Harrison right, Jr. Right. in the that's first true. round, that's I worry true. about a little less. Sure, that's true. But um, but I get your point. Yeah. So so my yes, my whole point is there are guys that I've definitely heard him rave about yeah. who are not his guys, yeah. and I think they want to be won over by Justin, and I don't think they want to ever have a gotcha moment. Yeah. If they do move off of Justin, yeah, I, I I agree with that, but I just feel like right, we've heard them speak glowingly of guys and then move on from them, right? Like they they're speaking glowingly of Jalen Johnson. But they also know this is the price we're willing to pay you. Right. And if you ask for more than that, you will not be here. That's the one thing that Ryan Poles has been adamant on with so many guys. With so many, when you look at this team, he's got his price. He's got his ties. I said Ryan Poles is uh, is like a man that just knows his type. I like yeah. blonde girls that you know have a pretty face and long legs. You know, Ryan Poles is like, uh, yeah, we're gonna get uh, offensive linemen. They've got to be six six and up. I uh, have to have a seven foot long wingspan, and and I can only spend two carats on the ring. Yeah, I'm not gonna get a three carat yeah. ring. So if they're gonna tell me that I need a three carat ring to marry her, huh. I'm not doing it. You're back in the pool. You know what I mean? So like, I give polls credit for that. That he's got his type with it, but I think that that because of that, there's players that he would love to have. But he's not going to overpay for him. He's not going to overpay for Darnell Mooney because he can draft another Darnell Mooney. I love Darnell. Well, we he's hope. been here. We, has he drafted another Darnell Mooney? Well, you know, Valus Jones is uh, is not uh, Darnell Mooney by any means Tyler or stretching Scott, not yet. Tyler Scott, maybe a Tyler Scott. I'm liking what I'm seeing out of a Tyler right, Scott. Right. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, see. Need him to get the football. Yeah, hold on to it. That's all I care about. Yeah, I mean, but I I just I feel like Ryan is a very much. I'm not saying you're wrong on with Justin that they haven't been won over yet. But I also think that Ryan is one of those guys who is like, I understand the circumstances of what you're going through right now with why you're making these mistakes, why things are going on, what's happening in the building, right? For fans, that's just, oh, those are excuses. You have to overcome those. I think for football players, it's a little different when they look at the offensive line and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, yeah, of course you're struggling, right? We saw Lamar Jackson go from not being able to throw the football to all of a sudden the Ravens went, hey, we're going to give you a number one wide receiver an offensive line and a running game. Oh, look at that. You're a good quarterback. Hey, we're winning football games now. The defense is playing well. So I, I'm going to – Justin has the biggest test of his life right now, and I do think that over the next seven games, it will be the test that Ryan Poles either, either says yay or nay. See, but will you be here. sitting here 
after seven games. And if he doesn't perform and all the people who really, really want Justin to yeah. be the guy um, and, and it's, it's less about uh, being on. And I'm not, I just think there are many people who are biased for Justin and, and shape it for Justin. Yeah. Will you be sitting here if he doesn't flourish and say, look, what did you want him to do yeah. with that bad thumb? Like, well, no, 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 no. If you're if you're back on the football field, you're back on the but, football. But remember, field. Pat, like Aaron Rodgers playing through that thumb injury last yeah. year stunk. Yeah. And that's Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson, two years ago, played, came back quickly from a finger injury on his throwing hand. And he wasn't good. And it yeah. sort of forced his way out of Seattle. I'm worried that like he even said, Justin, before in his press conference on Wednesday, that it's still not fully healed. Yeah. He still doesn't know glove, no glove, wrap, no wrap. He doesn't know where he wants to go. Like, like, I, I, this is not going to be a painless thing for him. Yeah. It is going to be an impediment for him, I believe, on the football field. Yeah. And I'm just worried that in seven games, a lot of people will say, well, now the thumb was – and so before it was the center, yeah. before it was Nagy. Yeah, yeah, before, yeah. Now it's now There's it's always Cassie. something. It, right. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I would be that because I think this seven games is going to prove a lot because everyone's getting healthy now. Now, of course, right, if his offensive line gets decimated or something sure. like that, that changes things. But, like, now Nate Davis is preparing to come back. You've got Braxton Jones on your left side. You've got to, this is the offensive line you're going to have yeah, minus the center a running game and a, and a and a great running game that that has been very efficient. Deontay Foreman, uh, um, I, I hope he's able to go. Last we heard from Courtney, he was limping very hard after that game, but uh, seems like he should be able to get out there. Herbert's back, right? Like you've got all the pieces that Ryan Poles has put in place that at the beginning of the season I said you should be successful with. Now I need you to go out there and be successful with it. If over the next seven games he's not successful, I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Poles goes, I have to draft a quarterback. I, I have no choice here. But I also think that Ryan Poles is looking at the scenario that Justin Fields is in, and I think Kevin Warren more so than everybody. We keep saying Poles, but Kevin Warren's looking at it. And I think he sees the incompetence we've seen from the coaching staff week in and week out. I hope so. And he's looking at the coaching situation that's happening right now and saying, well, if he goes, they got to go. I, I hope so. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. Big, that, that's my biggest fear because I, my fear is going back to whose guy is Poles' guy. Yeah. And Eberflus is still a Poles guy. Yeah. Justin's not like I was talking about before. And does that still get – and I'm worried about the glowing over the top yeah. uh, love that he gave him on the podium. Um, so was he telling us the truth? And is this what? That's this always be, tough because it's like, what's be, he going to do? Trash him? Well, when we, I know, but yeah. there's a, you, there's a middle. There's a way between, to do it. There's like, a way to do to it. The pool reference. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So Pat, you're sitting in Vegas, yeah. and there's a girl there. Yeah, it's not your type. Yeah, but. And and someone wants you to describe her on the podcast. What are you going to say about her? Ah, she was nice. Uh, you know, she she was uh, talked well. Yeah, yeah did so, some good things. So there's a way you can get around that <laughs> without trashing her. hundred percent. So, but but he didn't. Yeah, he went to top shelf. Yeah. Oh, he he's getting us through this. You don't see what's going on behind closed doors and the way this team is rallying yeah. around him. And I'm worried about this. This will be a good test study on what you said. Yeah. And we could play this back um, after the season when we do one of these pods. And we could reference this moment when you said, hey, there have been guys that he has waved goodbye to, yeah. that he spoke glowingly of, 
Eberflus will be a good example of that if he does. I'm worried that if they do draft another quarterback, yeah. especially, but I, I think they should do a coaching search no matter what. Yeah. But if they if they decide to draft another quarterback and they and Kevin Warren lets them repeat history, because what Kevin Warren should be doing is finding out why the Bears have failed year after year, yeah. decade it's after decade. It's not John decade. Fox this. Let's right, not. Right, right, exactly. Uh, uh, well, let's uh, give John Fox Mitch Trubisky that he was never really in on, and yeah. then a year later fire him and then pair him with, you know, I don't I don't want Justin Fields to be paired one year with Nagy and then to be paired with the new regime who never drafted him. Yeah. I If they do draft the quarterback, don't get the new quarterback with a coaching staff that's already on thin ice. I think the interesting thing is everybody's all in on the quarterback, and I think Ryan Poles' whole plan has been we're going to build this thing up so that it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Very San Francisco uh, 49ers-like, right? I wouldn't be surprised if – I think fans would be very upset, but I wouldn't be surprised if Justin's just average over the next seven games, if he's been what he's been kind of, and he goes, he'll get us through. We need to fix the trenches. We need I, to fix the line. I will be surprised by that. I wouldn't that be, su- will be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised by that because there's a generational talented quarterback every other year now. Is there? I mean, how many How many have we had over the last? Trevor Lawrence was a generational talent. He doesn't even look that good. Nobody's talking about it. Right, nobody. Yeah, like, I mean, nobody, like, nobody like Joe Burrow was CJ. generational. Like, like it's funny because Houston wanted to draft Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and C.J. Stroud is their guy. What I think is. He's going to look at C.J. Stroud and say, we passed on drafting a quarterback last year. Yeah. We can't allow ourselves to let another one of those guys slip through. And if they look back in the rearview mirror and they see C.J. Stroud playing well and one of these and quarterbacks, Mayandor, one, yeah. one of those guys, and then, and and then you're just – you're never going to get a better time. And there's never been a better time in Bears history. I mean, yeah. unless you look at uh, Mitch when you could yeah, add Mahomes yeah, yeah. and you left him there. But this, you're going to have the pick of the litter. You should if Carolina keeps losing, and I, I average. I don't. I don't think. Let's let's circle we'll back see. on that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. I think the coaching conversation is the most interesting out of them all because uh, there's a coach on the market possibly right yeah. now who's uh, in the middle of serving a three game suspension. Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan scandal just keeps getting more interesting. Let's start here. Would you be in on Harbaugh if he was available? I know Cap told me he would be out because of the scandal. I'm going to be honest with you. With sports, I have no integrity because the sports don't have integrity. That's how, like, that's how I live. With baseball, football, basketball, oh, you got to have integrity to, to play, to be a part of my team. No, you know, because uh, they, they don't really care if you cheat. Uh, clearly, they've shown that. I would rather you not cheat, but go ahead. Like, just win. And Jim Harbaugh, everywhere he's gone, he's taken a program that was mediocre or abysmal and turned it into a winner. Where would you be on Harbaugh right now? You said it. You said everything that I've been saying. You, you, you said it. Um, like people, I don't think he gets enough credit with that, with with San Diego, with in San Diego in college, um, with Stanford, yeah. with what he did with San Francisco. And I've documented this when you really drill down and they were in the Mike Singletary era, and they were really, really bad. Alex Smith was a complete bust. Yeah. He came in there, and not only did he win with Alex Smith, he met, Alex Smith won them a playoff game that year, yeah. the following year. And then what did they do? While Alex Smith was still there, 
they draft Kaepernick, what, in the second round? Second round, yeah. And, and so not only does he take a guy who was already drafted number one overall and was a bust and, and develop him, but he took a young quarterback and molded him and developed him yeah. as a young star. And he went to the Super Bowl and was very close to winning that Super Bowl with that those goal line plays. The lights were off. Yeah, remember that's that? crazy. I, I that's still crazy. Think it's a conspiracy. You still get you're on the conspiracy uh, yeah. side of that. Gene Greco and I got into. So who was winning at the time? Was it Baltimore? I think San Francisco was winning well, at the time, they, weren't they? Whoever whoever was losing, I think, cut the cord. Yeah, I think because Baltimore won it. So I think San Francisco was winning at the time. I forget, but 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 and anyway, then it, and then it got dark, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're back, baby. Yeah. So wherever he goes, yeah. when he gets there, they immediately get better, and when he leaves, they they're never as worse. good as when he left. Yeah. So and it took San Francisco a long time before Kyle Shanahan got there. Remember, Tomasulo then took oh, over yeah. for him, Tomasula, and and they weren't good then. Um, and it took a while before Shanahan got there and built it back up. So bring me Jim Harbaugh. I'm worried. I think the the curveball in this is what is Kevin Warren, who you brought up before, yeah. who's the former commissioner of the Big Ten. Heard he's not a fan. Who's Well, and that's yeah. – so he's dealt with them firsthand yeah. and now coming off Big Ten issues, which he knows well, will he look by that? Because, look – the Bears need to do business differently yeah. and stop hiring guys who are going to be good neighbors to you and start bringing in good football guys. Yeah. No, 100%. I, Harbaugh, to me, I think Harbaugh – I'm so in on Harbaugh. I think if you brought Harbaugh here, you could keep Justin Fields, and it would have a Tua – Type of effect. Well, now maybe or, not, or, they, or Alex Smith. Not, like or and, and that's and that and was he, my and he's he he's more talented than Alex. Yeah, Smith. and that was my point of it, right? Like where you bring the right coach. Like everybody always talks about, you have to overcome this. You got to make this happen. System means everything. I've seen quarterbacks that legitimately, everyone in the league, very much like with Justin Fields, people have said he was a good quarterback. What happened to him in the league broke him. They, David Carr. People talk about David Carr and say he was a good quarterback. David Carr got sacked 76 times in a season. Sure. Well, it broke him. Well, if 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 like I think the the most fascinating conversations are the ones yeah. where if Tom Brady doesn't go 199 to the Patriots, if he lands somewhere else, is he Tom Brady? What is he? Yeah. If Kurt Warner doesn't want go to the Rams at that point is an undrafted guy. He was fourth on the depth chart with Green Bay. Yeah. You know, is he Kurt Warner? Yeah. Um, Brock Purdy, more modern. Like, is Brock Purdy one of those guys, if he was drafted one spot ahead by another team, or if, if the Bears would have drafted him yeah. in the seventh round, has he played? Yeah. Is he good? Um, those are all those types of conversations. The one thing I'll say about the Harbaugh thing and Fields, remember, Pat, if if Harbaugh says, I need a new, I need quarterback, a new quarterback, you, you have to do you it. You got to do it. No, 100%. Yeah. Because the Bears too often have done the, no, but I mean, we got to give it a shot. Let's see. Make it work. Listen, Nagy hated Mitch. Now, I don't think what he did to Mitch was fair. Uh, no. But he literally hated Mitch. He, was he didn't worse, want him here. He was a worse offensive coordinator than head coach. Yes. 
And 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 he still is. I don't, I'm he's sorry. Terrible. He's breaking Patrick Mahomes he, right now. He is a terrible offensive coordinator. He's horrible. And that's why I would never ever hire him as a head coach again. But probably will get a. He's head gonna coach get a shot just because he speaks okay and he's got Andy Reid in his corner. But he shouldn't. If you've if you've watched him like yeah. we watched him, you know. Don't look at the record. Like look at. Look at all the bad plays. He's, he's not even Josh McDaniels. He doesn't even have McDaniels' resume. Right. And McD- McDaniels at least got two shots for being a good OC. Yes. yes. Like Nagy's plays in one. You, you're breaking Patrick Mahomes. How's it even possible? Here's the interesting thing about Harbaugh, though. This is the one part I did want to get to. I got to tell you about Uncle T here. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. The NCAA has presented Michigan evidence that points to a UM booster, Uncle T as having partially funded the scouting scheme. Uh-oh. An assistant coach now fired Chris Partridge as attempting to uh, destroy computer evidence. Sources tell Dan Wetzel and... and uh, like Kind of like a Tom Brady with a cell phone? Listen, Uncle T, it's got to be Tom Brady, right? A Michigan alum? Uncle T's got to be Tom and, and Brady, now, right? They're destroying stuff like Tom Brady was destroying the it's cell phone. It's got to be Deflategate. Deflategate. Yo. Spygate. I'm all it in. It all happened with him. And now, all of a sudden, this is, when he's not playing football. We got we got cameras going on. We got guys coming dude, in under the radar. That's good. Uncle T's got to be Tom Brady. Let us know you think Uncle T is in the comments below. I saw that, and I instantly was like, of course it's Tom. It has to be. Like, this is everything that's happening feels like the Belichick era. Feels like Josh McDaniels recording for the Broncos. Feels like like this is this to a T. Uncle T. Uncle T's got to be Tom. Didn't he just make a bet, too, with – with um cj stroud did you see this yeah. on his podcast i get, I get your career or yeah, something like I get that your like... youth and career and you get my super bowl ring so he's really the point is that was a fictitious bet but he's really in on michigan this oh year. yeah and why is he in on michigan because uncle t uncle t knows what's going win. on i saw that and i was like i gotta bring this to the podcast this is the greatest thing that i've heard oh yeah ever this we're is gonna, hilarious. We're gonna bring this on on Waddle i need this on wallace so that is hilarious and the fact that it's it's just everything that we've seen from Brady over his career coming into one moment, and it, that I think this is the thing too. That's probably why Harbaugh gets out. Like oh, I yeah, think yeah. that's why at Michigan at this point, like I don't think he's coming back. I think he'll coach out this season, but I actually think this is the season where he's like, I'm done with the BS. I'm done with the oh, for sure. With the, I have to recruit you and come up with a game plan for you. Now there's NIL. Now there's all. I'm I'm done. I'm going. He wanted to come back to the league last year. He just didn't want to go to an aggressive rebuild where I had to coach Kirk Cousins. Look in in in, in Chicago sports history, many guys have made up with people to make it work and win championships. Rodman and Pippen yeah. made up with each other. Yeah. You know, Bob Probert was a, a hated guy. Came here. There you look. Make up, come on home. You know, he could live in Deerfield again like he lived uh, before. That's my community. Yeah. Uh, Waddle, like. I was going to say, does he does he team up with Waddle a little bit on this? Uh, yeah. Like, No, Waddle stays here. Oh, okay. Home. Oh, that... Waddle, we host the Matt Eberflew show every Monday, 210. Um, and then maybe the, the, Jim, the, Harbaugh the Jim Harbaugh show. show. That'd be elite. You, you'd get so much out of Jim on that. They wouldn't even be talking about the game. I, I, they'd, they'd reminisce. There would be so many quirky moments, too. 
There would be so many uncomfortable, quirky moments. <laughs> For you or just in general? I think everything. I mean, Waddle said to apologize uh, to former Bears players because of me before, like to Mike Singletary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he would have to apologize too harbaugh you'd, because you'd, of me you'd go a little too hard you'd, you'd be a little well, too too there, excited that harbaugh's really, back is it really a too hard when it comes to our bears I mean, the questions listen, have to be asked pat i mean listen i'm all in if, if you got to be too hard you got to be too hard because but they're, they're good cop bad cop hey sometimes you got to play the bad cop sometimes you got to play the bad cop and you're listen you're doing a phenomenal job with it <laughs> i'm glad somebody's asking matt eberflus the hard questions and just not letting them like he oh god i can't get in on flus hey appreciate you guys for tuning in show. i can't i can't Uncle T. Uncle T, help us out here. Just, you know, listen, maybe we need some boosters here. I don't know what's going on. This podcast, the title today should just be Uncle T. Uncle T. Uncle T. Welcome to the episode, Uncle T. Uh, Follow us on everything uh, on Twitter. Uh, You can follow Sylvie at Wildland Sylvie. You can follow me at Pat the Designer. Make sure to tune in to Chicago Bears podcast Monday through Friday. You can listen live to Sylvie on the Wildland Sylvie show from 2 to 6 every day. As always, it's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Let's see if we go get a win. We didn't even get a prediction. What do you got? 31-24. It's competitive. Lions. Game. It's competitive. And game. I'd be happy with that. I'd be and happy with that. It's a competitive game. Back and forth. All right. Hey. What about yours? I I, I or do you save yours? I think we get I think we get cooked. I'm not gonna lie to you. Really? I, I think this is gonna be like a I think that the offense scores enough. Uh Tyler, I was I was out there with Tyler Aki. He said it perfectly. He said it'll be like Dallas last year. Okay. Where like closer where the there's there's a mistake that puts the game away for the Bears, but the offense still moves the ball down the field. I think I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go 38-28. Think 10 point okay. loss, All but right. but there's one play that just puts it away for That's us. That's a bad defensive That's a bad defensive game. Right, especially yeah. how well they play. Jared Goff's been cooking. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's ben, weird to say. It feels weird ben to say. Johnson too. Ben Johnson, too. He's jo- my number two on my list. I wouldn't be mad at a Ben Johnson. No. Let's get it in. Hey, as always, y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear down. Basically.